Hey guys, we've added some timestamps into our episode description, so if you want to skip straight to the discussion, you're more than welcome to. However, if you want to keep listening and catch up with us, hear us talk a bit of shit and also about our recommendations, then keep on listening. Thank you so much for tuning in and hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to Unapologetically Asian, a place where we talk about navigating through adulthood as Asian Australians. You're joined, as always, by Tiana and Twee. Woo! What's going on, people? Hey. Hello. Hello, listeners. Hello, <laughs> hello, hello. Thank you for joining us. Yes. Um, it's been a while since we've recorded a episode. It has been a cheeky minute. Where have you been, Twee? Yeah, so I came back from a holiday. Um, I went to Japan and Korea about three weeks ago. But yeah, no, it feels good to be back. So what's that like your 100th time (laughs) that you've gone? Because we we went back uh, back in 2016 2016. and then since then you've been back like (laughs) 10,000 times. Yeah, pretty much. um, Because me and my best friend have this thing where we just... We do this trip called Jurea, which is Japan, Korea combined. And for some fucking reason, whenever there's a sale on, me and her are just like, all right, book tickets now. So <laughs> that's what we did. And that's why we went again. Um, I think we've done that trip three times. So we did it last year in 2018 and then this year as well. Honestly, I don't think we're going to be doing this trip anytime soon because we just blow so much fucking money on the same shit. Yeah. What about you? What have you been up to, man? We've been a bit harm Joe this month, to be honest with you all. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know, harm Joe means like... Love to play. Love to play. Yeah. <laughs> Literal translation. But yeah, so we went to Festival X. Um, I actually bought my tickets the week of the festival. And yeah. then I bought my outfit the day before the festival. <laughs> Literally, we went shopping together and yeah. you managed to find a fucking bargain, didn't you? Oh my god, guys. I found the most sickers fucking pants Mm -hmm. for five buckaroos i was very very happy with that purchase Mm. but the festival itself it was really fun awesome and we went with a really good group of people and then the week after we went to knockout yeah so twee and i've recently gotten into (laughs) going (laughs) to raves (laughs) (laughs) raves. you know knockout was actually pretty fun yeah it was really fun um it was our well it was my first outdoor rave event yeah. Same with you, yeah? Yeah, first rave, yeah. yeah. Outdoors, yeah. Yeah, so it's quite different from an indoor one because there's different stages and mm. it's like fucking massive. Oh my gosh, it was. Yeah. It's really fun bumping into people that you know. Pretty yeah. much. We just like, had to stand in one spot. Yeah. And they were like, oh my god, hey! Oh my god, hello! Like <laughs> no. 90% of the Asian Australian population was there. Seriously. Shit, you not, everyone went. Um, mm. Speaking of which, do you have any recommendations this week? My recommendation for this week is another music one, huh? Surprise, surprise. So this week I'm recommending Sabrina Claudio. Now, she just came up with a new album called Truth Is. And, you know, it's like one of those albums where, especially if you're going through like a rough period of time or whatever, and you can really relate to the lyrics. Like, Mm. I'm going through that right now. And it's just like resonating with me, girl. Like every single song in it is just like... Honey, I feel you. Right in the feelings. Right in the fucking feels. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, she's awesome. Yeah, she's great. We saw yeah. her live, actually. Yeah, we did. In Malaysia. Oh, she's fucking yeah. like, she's sexy oh. as 
fuck yeah would turn awesome. lizzo any day for <laughs> but yeah nah she's she's cool i think my one of my favorite songs from her album is truth is what about you tiana so there is a band called the midnight mm-hmm. and they're a synth wave band I didn't really know that there was a genre called synthwave, <laughs> but they are. And um, there's like an 80s pop element to it. Mm. Okay, wait, they're not an old band? No, 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 no. Oh. They're, they're a modern band. Okay. Yeah. One of the songs that I love is called Los Angeles. And the reason why I love this song is because, have you ever like listened to a song and you just feel instantly nostalgic? You know, oh, you'll hear I a song and then songs. you just feel like, holy shit, this reminds me of some memory or some feeling that I've had in the past, but you just mm. can't put your finger on what yeah and it just makes me feel like that and it also makes me feel like I am on a road trip I was literally about to mention that because those songs are the best oh, on a road they're trip they're so good yeah the sunroof is down my body is up in <laughs> is up and then like the car's going down a tunnel and then like I'm just like waving my hands in the air like I just felt you know you just feel so like free and nostalgic and it's just oh good vibes you know yes i need to get on this we're going to be spending this episode talking about finances oh pu- no pun intended huh? <laughs> spending good eh? oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was very unintentional but i'm hey, glad you picked up from that one so today we want to cover everything from how to maintain or try to maintain a harm joe lifestyle mm-hmm In other words, you can't. (laughs) (laughs) Pressures from society and parents on saving and how we cope with that. Mm -hmm. And how we both individually handle our millions and millions of dollars. (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty, so Twee and I are both in our early 20s Mm -hmm. and we've been told by a lot of people from work and friends and family that this is like the prime time for us to like go out party have a good time and so I mean that's what we (laughs) have been doing yeah that's literally what we've been doing but I can't help but feel sometimes is this the right choice are we making the right choices right now a lot of these expenditures are all up front or you have to pay for it straight away and then you know it's not like we're getting paid fucking millions a week Mm -hmm. and so I have to figure out a way to budget my Mm -hmm. spending we're at this age where we're with this constant internal struggle where it's like oh I really do want to go out and socialize because this is the time to do it but at the same time I know that I should be saving for my future Mm -hmm. it's kind of like the angel and the devil on your shoulder right it's still a work in progress man like we (laughs) have no sometimes I'm, I don't think we really know 100% whether we're making the right decisions or not. Yeah, but at the end of the day, we're living our best life. Mm. And so, <laughs> Tui, where do you think you spend most of your money? Well, I can definitely say it's on holidays. Because <laughs> oh, I fucking so a fucking surprise. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Where do you spend your money? Um, Saving up for it is fine. But just like after it happens, when I come back from my holiday and there's nothing there (laughs) yeah that's where the the bulk of my money goes it's like that meme on facebook that's like the way that you get through life or the way (laughs) you get through the year is by booking a holiday as a coping mechanism so you have something to look forward to yeah but in a way yeah it's kind of true right we book these holidays or we get these tickets to concerts and festivals and stuff Mm. for these events because we work full-time we we get up early every day we get that bread and we want to eat our bread (laughs) (laughs) want to put some butter on that shit it's like it helps it gives you like some fuel to get through the fucking day yeah Look, if it's a weekly thing, I think I spend most of my money on food and probably going out. 
Okay, I just want a disclaimer. <laughs> I just want a disclaimer, right? I'm, I'm waiting to hear what Tiana says. Because she's <laughs> a party. She's been a party animal these past few months, no. honey. <laughs> no. I like to stay home. I am my homebody sometimes and just put on that Netflix and just zone out. Just chill with a face mask on with my tub of ice cream and my salt and vinegar chips. I can do that. <laughs> but then also, I like to, you know, go out with friends and have a good time, make some memes and stuff. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, like, to be honest, I never used to really be into clubbing, Mm. but now I'm kind of approaching it in a different way where I look at it as, oh, well, it's just dancing with your friends and having a good time with them. So I look at my bank account the next day (laughs) after a night out and I'm like, fuck. This is, this is me. This is, whenever I go clubbing with her, I'll be in the dance floor. Yeah. And then I'll be like, oh, where's Tiana? And I'll look over at the bar. She's just like shots yeah. shots and then the day after you'd be like oh my god I shout up everyone all these shots and I'm just like oh my god girl I just I just get very generous when I'm, when I'm a bit lit take okay. out that card girl I just, maybe I should hold on to your card or something I get out my card or even it's even worse now because the card is on the phone oh, so I just yeah. whip it out and I'm just like okay and I look around me like hey one two three four five and I'm like five Jaeger bombs <laughs> And then the next day, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. What am I doing? It literally, well, everything adds up. Yeah, it does. Like, even Ubering home, or Ubering to and home from the venue. Dude, clubbing is actually expensive, okay? Yeah, Mm. exactly. As you said, you gotta pay for the Uber, you gotta pay for drinks for pre's. If you want, you gotta pay for drinks inside, you gotta pay for entry, you gotta pay for the Uber home. Mm. Mate, it's like upwards of $100 a night. But then, you know, I guess... You have a good time. (laughs) You have a good time. I also spend, I think, a lot of money on concerts and festivals and stuff like that. Yep, definitely. I just, I just like the experience. I love being able to dance and vibe with people (laughs) and just enjoy music. Yeah. I think it's such a cool experience to be able to see like your favorite artist live, or even if I don't know the artist that well, being around people that are into it, you get really hyped up about that music. And Mm. it's nice because I like discovering new songs, new artists. Mm. I think it's really cool. I mean, partying and, you know, going out aside. You also have to factor in living costs. Oh, yeah. Just being alive. Just being alive. <laughs> seriously. Just breathing. Just breathing. Everything. Breathe, breathe once. It's like fucking $5. Like, seriously. Now, everything costs money these it days. Does. Yeah. So, fortunately, I don't have to pay bills or anything because I still live at home with my parents. Like, I'm privileged that way in the sense that I don't have to pay bills and rent and, you know, my parents still cook food so I don't have to spend that much money on food if I decide to like bring food from home to work and whatnot but other things I do have to pay for is my baby which is my car (laughs) (laughs) um that shit adds up like petrol and what do you call it what's that yearly thing rego rego insurance (laughs) (laughs) I totally blanked out for a second all of that adds up like you have to save up for that because it comes up you have to pay in like a chunk and petty petrol kills ya. I don't drive to work so I guess I don't spend like I don't f- have to fuel up every week or so but I do spend money on a Mikey um, mm. which is like public that transport. That shit is it's fucking, fucking expensive. expensive. Actually I changed my answer. I spend most of my money on my fucking Mikey. <laughs> no, <laughs> on I'm transportation. Kidding. For me transportation is a big factor. Yeah. yeah. Because I'm always driving around. I'm always on the train catching public transport and yeah like per month I'm paying $160 for 
a monthly Mikey. Mm. I don't know, like every two weeks I'll fuel up and that's like $50. And then when the year comes around, I'll have to pay off rego and all that. Look, I, I guess I have it easy compared to other people who live outside of home. You have to pay all that extra stuff. But yeah, I think that's an extra factor. Just living costs. Yeah, and I don't personally own a car. Um, when I need to drive, I'll borrow my mum's car or my dad's car. Not my brother's car. He won't let me touch that. He doesn't trust me with it. Is it a manual? Is it a manual? No, it's not manual. Oh. But it's his baby. And if I put a scratch or a dent on that shit... I will be dead. (laughs) I'll pay for petrol and stuff. And I'm also living at home, but I do help out with the bills and with groceries and stuff like that. It's not as expensive as living by myself. At work at the moment, everyone is at that age where they are either they've moved out of home or they have their own house. Mm. And so I always hear about the expenses that they have to pay for. And I feel very lucky always because it's like, oh, I don't have to pay Mm. for rent. I don't have to try to pay for my mortgage or whatever at the moment. But in saying that, this can be a completely different podcast, but um, there are pros and cons. Yeah, for sure. Of living at home and living out of home. And also what I've noticed is that a lot of Asian people and a lot of our friends that Mm. are Asian, they all live at home as well. Yeah. People don't generally move out unless they either one, can afford it or two, Mm. they're getting married or something like that. Mm. I feel as though that's a very big difference cultural-wise. Yeah, definitely. Working in corporate, a lot of people spend money on coffee. And coffee mm. is pretty deceiving, right? That shit adds up. <laughs> yeah, it does. There was this period of time where I first started working and I would go on like a coffee run in the morning with some other workmates and just you know have a good old chat. But I actually haven't been drinking coffee lately. I've just been drinking green tea. I guess I'm fortunate enough to have tea and coffee readily available Mm. at my workplace so we have like a coffee machine maker and everything so yeah that's pretty convenient that's where i get my daily sustenance from (laughs) (laughs) and that's the tea acknowledge that privilege that we have we also still run into this whole idea of struggling to manage our finances Mm. Um, and I think a major factor of this is that we both get paid monthly Monthly, (laughs) the monthly pay oh it's so hard it's fucking hard but holy shit it's like this cycle where you get paid you feel like the richest motherfucker in the world (laughs) you're like oh yes um, that's why i'm fucking rich now that's why it's so dangerous when i get paid on a friday because if Mm. i go out that night i am like Oh, I just got paid. I'm rich, so I can shout everyone shots. And that's why I'm like a ham. Dude, I don't even need for it to be a Friday night to for me to have that sort of mentality because literally when I got paid that same day, I bought like two concert tickets <laughs> and now I'm like fucking $200 down. So, <laughs> um, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> and then throughout the month, you just start using your money. You get to this point where you're like, fuck, I'm broke again. <laughs> and then you're like crawling to next payday because yeah. you're like... <laughs> Oh god, eating fucking $2 leafy mixed salads from Woolies and a can of tuna every day. (laughs) Okay, so how do you manage 
your money throughout the week. So for me at work, I try to bring food from home. So I try to bring leftovers from dinner or I try to meal prep on a Sunday if I'm feeling productive and I want to be healthy and shit. (laughs) That only, that's, (laughs) I I full on was like, all right, I'm going to, you know, be this fab fit (laughs) queen and meal prep. And that lasted like two weeks. Yeah. Well, honey, like two weeks ago, I bought a fucking slow cooker with the intention of meal prepping using that. Yeah. I haven't even opened the box yet. So, (laughs) but yeah, so like I'll bring food from home and I will try to eat lunch out maybe once a week. Mm. I try to do that on a Friday. I have tried to adopt what you have been doing, like bringing leftovers from home and all that, but I'm very lazy. So that doesn't usually happen because bringing food from home means I have to prepare it, (laughs) put it in a box and honey, got no time for that. (laughs) No, it's too much effort. But what I have been doing lately is buying just like the cheapest fucking meal possible. So my go-to these past few weeks is a potato salad from Woolies. And it's like $5.50 and it fills me up. Like for me, because I don't need to eat much. Mm. Like I don't have a large appetite. Actually, so. yeah, that's so true. Our appetites are very different. I feel like I can eat a lot. Really? Yeah. And yeah, I, every I just, time I've had like dinner with you, you eat like this tiny bowl and you're like set. Yeah. But then you don't see the snacking, mate. I'm a, I'm a okay. cereal snacker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't see that. That's why working from home is so dangerous for me. Mm. I'm still spending money though. Yeah. But I try not to buy like meals, like actual proper meals that cost like $10 and above. Mm-hmm. Especially where I work as well. Everything's very expensive. So yeah, that's what I go for. Cheap, nice. cheap eats. <laughs> nice. Other than um, spending like saving food on cheap eats and whatnot, what else or where else do you save money? Well, I don't really go shopping. Personally, I find it to be a bit of a chore. But yeah, to be honest, I'm just not a huge fan of the actual activity of shopping. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm one of those people where I kind of need to have a goal in mind or I have to be like, okay, this is why I'm going Mm. and then and then go. But yeah, like I usually don't really buy stuff for myself or I don't really buy a lot of new clothes unless there's like an event and then I haven't bought anything for myself in a while. I'm like, okay, I'll treat myself. I'm a big advocate for treat yourself. Like at work, people like to me, oh, I don't know. Should I have that piece of cake? And I'm like, treat yourself. Oh my God, same. (laughs) So I always encourage people to do that because it's it's nice to love yourself. It's a form Mm. of self-love, I think, to be able to spend a bit of money on yourself, you know, whether that be a new shoe or a new shirt. But yeah, that doesn't happen often. Yeah. And also, do you have on um, Google Chrome, there's an extension called Honey. It scans the internet for coupons. We're not sponsored, but if you'd like to sponsor us, (laughs) holla. Holla. Holla, honey. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) That was sweet. Get it? (laughs) Oh, my God. I think I do prefer shopping online, especially Mm. if there's a sale. Yeah. How about you? Do you shop a lot? I wouldn't say that I shop a lot, but I spend a lot. So I shop in bulk, if that makes sense. Okay. Usually, like yourself, shopping isn't a leisurely thing that I do. Mm -hmm. I do it if I have a purpose or I need to buy something for, yeah, an event or whatnot. Then I'll actively go online or go out to the shops to find something that I need to buy. But I do sometimes do this thing where I go onto (laughs) fashionbunker.com and I scroll through and I just buy something. But I never get it if it's full price, usually if it's on sale. Mm -hmm. One thing that I do is... Unless I need a particular item, like I actually need it, I will not buy it unless it's on sale. I think that's where I save. Oh my god, same. Most of the things that I buy is on sale. Yeah, and I rewear 
shit all the time. Oh, yes. I'm a, I wear the same fucking white skirt clubbing all the time. Or, like, I have, like, two clubbing outfits. <laughs> I'm going to wear one of them tonight. On rotation. Yeah, they're literally on rotation. Yeah. So with spending the money on food and shopping and events, um, I actually have an app called Pocketbook. And I recommend it for anyone who wants to be able to track their spending and understand where they're actually spending the majority of their money from. So what it does is it shows me monthly and it also can break down weekly where I'm spending my money categorically. So it might be like, oh, I'm spending um, a lot of money in food and drink this month. And then I can kind of reflect and be like, well, I've been catching up with friends quite a lot so that's why I'm spending a lot of money here then you can track compare it to another month and you might mm. be like oh I'm maybe I'll spend less this month or I'll eat at home or have people over rather than go out so it's a good I think it's a really good tool also you can sync your bank accounts to it mm. so, so that's how it tracks everything yeah so it also tracks you know your income that's coming in versus your spending and you can set limits and it can help you budget which is really useful mm. so for example if I'm saving up for a holiday then I can set a daily limit on how how much I want to spend mm. and it will send me a notification to be like oh Tiana um you're fucking up don't spend that much <laughs> <laughs> if only you could actually customize it for it to say yeah. That. but yeah it's really useful in saying awesome. that though do you have a financial plan for yourself or do you have like a, I know some people have spreadsheets mm. if they really got their shit together yeah. <laughs> that's uh. some next level shit honey I ain't about that life yet I don't have a financial plan that extensive, but like yourself, I do use an app. Because I'm with Commonwealth Bank, the app that they have provided have all of those tools mm. that you have just mentioned. And another useful thing in it is that there's like a goal setter. So by setting up that goal, it, it can automatically deduct certain amounts from your savings account into another savings account and you can set like deadlines and dates oh, cool. and all that for when you want to achieve it. When you first set it up, it breaks it down by how much you should be saving per week, per month and whatnot. In the app, I think the most insightful tool is the categorizing thing, similar mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I can like track shit. I've spent fucking 80% of my fucking pay this month on events and whatnot. <laughs> so yeah, other than the app, another thing I do is set goals. I think that's really important. Like at the end of this year, I want to have this amount in my bank account. Or at the end of this year, I want to have this amount in my rainy day fund. Is that a thing? Yeah. <laughs> um, or I want to have this amount for my holiday next year. Those sort of goals. Mm-hmm. And that helps to keep me on track and kind of limit my spending and control myself and control my urges to waste money on unnecessary shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I do the same. But you know what? It doesn't always go that way. Oh yeah, my goals change all the fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's like a roller coaster, right? You'll be at a high at a point where you feel like, fuck yeah, I've got my shit together. Mm. You know, I've set these goals. I'm using this app. I'm gonna, I just got paid. I'm gonna manage my money really well. Mm-hmm. I've saved this amount. Next minute, you'll go down the roller coaster yeah. because you're like, oh shit, this thing came up or this event is popping up or I want to go out this day or I'm going to treat myself here. And so then mm-hmm. you'll kind of fall off the wagon. Is that the saying? Fall off the wagon? Fall off the car? I don't, know. I don't know. You fall off, basically. <laughs> and you go on like a different trajectory. Like, yeah, and then yeah. you go a different way. I think that's why I try to have a rainy day fund. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea, actually, yeah. Yeah. So when I get my monthly pay, I put aside an X amount of money into like a long, what do you call it? A high interest rate, like bank account. Mm-hmm. 
where it encourages you to save and it discourages you from taking money out of it because if you do, you won't receive that bonus interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I do that. Put an X amount of money into there and then I'll put some money into a rainy day fund and then I have my monthly spending amount, which varies. Sometimes I say I think that I can live on $800 a month and then I end up pulling money out <laughs> of my rainy day fund as the weeks go by. But yeah, th- I think that's how I've kind of set it up right now. Nice. But yeah, it doesn't usually work because something always comes up. Yeah, for sure. Like a few months back, I crashed my car and oh, that took like a lot of money too. So yeah, it's just a constant cycle of like ups and downs. As Tiana said, it's a fucking roller coaster ride. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that rainy day fund saved me a lot of times. So technically, we are categorized as young adults. Um, And so I think this is kind of a time where we receive a lot of pressures, not only internally, but also from society and also from our parents in regards to our finances. Mm. I think one of the major expectations we have is saving up for a fucking house Mm. yeah I don't know about you but my parents are very traditional and what they think success in life is is to be financially stable and to them that's having a house and Mm -hmm. one or having a property and because of that whenever I go overseas or spend money on events and stuff they're always they always come crashing down on me like oh why are you wasting all your money you know you're spending too much you're not saving how you gonna afford a home when you're older Mm -hmm. and it's Which is like honestly kind of true because house prices are fucking ridiculous at the moment. But yeah, I think there's that pressure to save for a home and, you know, start now. The pressure is to start now. Mm -hmm. For me, my my, my parents don't say, oh, why are you wasting your money? But they are instead more encouraging, I guess, in terms of saving um, for a house or for a property or whatever so like Mm. we'll sit down and we'll talk about okay so what area would I ideally like to live in or or move out to and then have like I'd go on like you know those like real estate websites this is just like a bit of desk research because I think it's important that these are big purchases right buying Mm. a fucking house or buying an apartment or whatever it's a lot of money that you work Mm. hard for so you want to make sure that you understand what the market's like sounds so professional (laughs) I have not thought about it that deeply but yeah Okay. No, but like I'd sit down with my parents and we'd just have a look and mm. be like, oh, this looks nice or at this price or this is what it's like in this is how much this suburb is costing at the moment. It's a good pressure, I think, because then it helps me think like, oh, OK, how much am I putting aside for that long term goal in mm. the end? I do have a few friends that have mentioned to me like, oh, did you see that someone's on Facebook, they posted that photo that yeah. they've got, you know, they're standing in front of a house and it says sold. Like, mm. oh my God, like I'm still doing this at the moment and all that. And to be honest, I don't really let that bother me. Like I, yeah. I'm i not that bothered by it because I understand that we are all on our own financial timeline. Mm. Like I know that that person, maybe they started work straight after high school yeah. and they're doing really well for themselves at the moment, which is fantastic for them. So mm. I'm just happy for them. But for me, I don't really get bothered if I see people, they've got a house already or if they've already saved up for something because I think good on them, but I'm not quite there yet. But I know eventually I will be. Mm. For me, I think a majority of pressures that I actually feel and acknowledge are all internal pressures because one thing that I've been dreaming of ever since I bloody graduated high school is moving out. Mm-hmm. Like I've always wanted to move out, but I'm too much of a bitch to do it because <laughs> I'm like, oh fuck, that means I have to live paycheck to paycheck. And I'm like, I'm comfortable living at home. I don't have much of an issue, but 
I always dream of owning my own apartment yeah. and, you know, living on my own and decorating my house and just having all these aspirations and dreams. But at the same time, it's like, I also want to play. <laughs> and it's like, fuck, oh, maybe it's just our saving up. See, that's the thing. I want to play. It always loops back to this internal struggle that we have as young adults where we're like, fuck, we really do want to move out. It'd Mm -hmm. be awesome to be able to experience that lifestyle and be awesome to be able to say that we own something. But then at the same time, we're like, well, we're comfortable at home and we also want to go out with friends and we also want to, you know, experience holidays and things like that so Mm. where do we strike the right balance or how do we actually tackle it i'm constantly struggling sometimes i'm still struggling honey yeah yes i do work hard but i also Mm. play hard (laughs) (laughs) and i think that i've got this like yolo mentality and i think twee is like the same right (laughs) (laughs) if i could get yolo tattooed on my body without people looking down at me i'd probably do it honestly (laughs) because i actually live by that well okay because I'm Buddhist, I believe in reincarnation. Yeah. So I'm more like... You only live re- once in nah. your own body. <laughs> no, it's like more like... Yo- Yoro, you only remember once. Because I... Like, you only <laughs> oh remember this like this life I'm living. I only remember it once. Mm. So that's why I'm kind of like, oh, fuck. Yoro! 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 Oh, my God. Also, another thing is I'm pretty easily baited. Like, oh, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty easily baited. In my head, I'm like, the question is, okay, should I go to this festival? And then I'm like, well, this festival's only going to come once. <laughs> and I'm only going to ever have this experience. And then all these people are going. These and it's going to be so fun. Yeah. <laughs> so YOLO. Yeah. Literally, I think... The, especially this past year I think it's because I'm getting I'm working full-time now that really adds up yeah that's I remember true. last year when I wasn't working full-time I was still studying and whatnot and I was I had a really low super super low income I would consider things a lot more mm-hmm. as in if an event or a concert came by I'll be like oh, do I really want to go mm. and I'll think about it I'll contemplate it a lot but now now that I know I have a sort of stable income flowing in i know there'll always be money there some eventually down the line mm-hmm. so it's kind of like just spend it now money can always come back like, yeah yeah but then these experiences will not mm-hmm. no for sure and also i think we're basically spending money to create memories <laughs> i know it sounds bad but when i look back on my year i'm actually happy that i've spent money on events or i've spent money on going out with friends or mm. i've spent money eating out with friends and family because i'm like well those were good times and uh, good memories were made so look, at, was... look at us trying to justify the I'm fuck sorry. out of spending so much money Loki, we're like fuck. I'm poor as fuck now. Loki, we're dying, but on the days that we're not dying, it's it's a good it's a good time, you know. Good time with the lads. Here for a good time, not for. Oh wait, no, what's the? We're here. We're here for a good time, not a long time. I think eventually we'll come to a stage where we will need to sit down and think about buying a house and whatnot, and but you know, raising a family. Raising yeah, especially raising family at that time, but. I can say confidently at this point in time, right now at the age of 23, I am not ready to think about like owning a house and stuff. So I'm just kind of going with the flow. Mm-hmm. Mm. So whether you're living at home and saving a shit ton of money or you're broke as fuck or you are living in your own place, living paycheck to paycheck, mm. just know that it is normal to go through that struggle of either wanting to stay out mm 
or stay in <laughs> and save money. Um, we all go through it and you are not alone, okay? Like, mm. you're two girls here. If anything, we've just shown you how we are still both potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, like, the thing is, I think at the end of the day, there's no right or wrong on how you approach oh, definitely this. Not. Like, yeah. it's just a different way of approaching life. Like, people have goals to be financially stable. People have goals to travel the world. Like, it just depends on what you want to get out of this. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think... The most important thing is to, at the end of the day, hopefully you have a roof over your head, food on the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just live your best life. Mm-hmm. And living your best life could be going out to D1 <laughs> on Friday. <laughs> or Scarlet Saturdays, you know? It could be <laughs> staying in and watching Netflix and binge watching Peaky Blinders, mm-hmm. which I hope you guys have done on the back of our recommendation. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> You do you, honey. You do you. Don't let anyone stop you from doing what you want to do. <laughs> yeah. But I just hope that everyone's just happy with their decision at the end of the day. And yeah. Of course. At the same time, it's okay to feel like a broke bitch. Mm-hmm. I'm a broke bitch right now. Mm-hmm. Internally screaming and crying. But you know, whatever. Like money will come through <laughs> somehow one day. <laughs> we just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. We hope you found it fun and informative and liked learning about how broke your Mm -hmm. girls Ah. (laughs) and also just wanted to give a shout out to our new followers Mm -hmm. and our new listeners we are very appreciative and excited that you have found us whether Mm -hmm. that be through a friend or whether that be through instagram Mm -hmm. or spotify or itunes wherever you are in the world thank you for listening in yeah we're eternally grateful like we did that spotify wrapped thing Mm. and holy shit we've got listeners in brazil mate really oh my god that's awesome i was like what the heck They're just, who is listening to two Asian bogans talk about, talk shit for like 30 minutes straight in Brazil? Thank you. Shout out to you. Thank you. Nick is just a mistake and there's no listeners, but whatever. No, and we really appreciate it. Yeah. We absolutely love hearing your feedback. So Mm -hmm. if you have any suggestions for future episodes, feel free to... Hit us up. Slide, slide into, into our DMs. DMs. Oh my god, that was really <laughs> scary. <laughs> slide into our DMs or message us. You know, we are always down to hear your thoughts. It's really exciting. It's it's. I'm really excited to keep pumping out more episodes in 2020. Woo-woo. If you like what you're listening to, feel free to subscribe to us on Spotify and, and iTunes. iTunes. And also, you can find us on Instagram at unapologetically (laughs) A-Z-N. Also, it'd be awesome if you could leave us a five-star rating because that can really help us out. Thank you so much for spreading the word. We hope you're having a beautiful day. Lovely day. And we'll see you in our next one. Bye. Bye.